Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Publish Perish or Podcast, your opportunity to see what science has in its diary, who it's kissing, who it wants to kiss, and who gave it a wedgie last week. Did you have a diary when you were younger, Chris? No, no, I didn't have a journal at all. No, uh, I've got a photographic memory, so if I want to record what I do, I just download, yep, and everything, basically. Oh, a computer term. Not bad. Yeah, yeah well done. Yeah, You've been yeah, reading up on yeah. this, haven't you? I don't, it's not a photographic memory, it's an eidetic memory. Okay, very yeah. good. Cameron? And so, no, I want to first ask, uh, yeah. who was your bully as a child? Oh, God. I had a number, actually. <laughs> yeah. Can you, who would have thought, eh? Who would have thought? Um, the biggest one, there was a guy... Um, uh, called Ricky Mall, who used to um. That's a good bully name, stuff. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mall, M A U L. He'd maul you. Yeah, like really Darth fucking Maul. got me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think is I think that character was actually named after Ricky Mall because <laughs> of all the shit that he. A young did. Sith Lord. That's right, a young Sith Lord. And you were like a young Padawan Jedi. This is without this skills. Is Chris, this or is far too geeky. <laughs> Bloody hell. Well, it was, it's a, this hasn't turned into a proper science podcast where we talk geek. We, had to, we have to talk nerd talk for it to be proper science, don't we? Don't we have to throw in no, references we, to popular culture? We're going to talk later on about what a proper scientist looks like. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, look yeah. at that. So, Cameron, Ooh, just quickly, so did you have a, a diary when so, you were younger? I think that one summer I made like a, an, an idea to write in my diary every night and I hid it under my bed. I wrote in it maximum yep. once. Maximum once. I'm not even sure if I wrote in it once, was but that, I had a diary hidden under my bed yeah. at one point. Was that, oh, the su- was that the summer where your body changed? <laughs> <laughs> where you grew your boobs. <laughs> and you, like, <laughs> and you this started. This must be documented. <laughs> <laughs> I just got this uh, email today. Oh, yeah? yeah. Uh, you asked last week about, have you ever got an email about your paper before? Yes. And I said, I got two yes, already yep. for about that one from one yep. guy. I got a third one today. Yes. So you can just read the underlined Incredible. bits uh, out loud here if you want. Yeah. It's, oh. it's, it's to me and Cameron, by the way. <laughs> Jesus. I've just scanned it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Dear Cameron and Chris, <laughs> prompted by the piece on your recent graphene sheet thickness measurement in the latest AI MMRF news, um, I've just read your nanotechnology paper on accurate thickness measurement of graphene. The paper gave me the chance to fully appreciate, and this bit's double underlined, how impressive your results of this measurement are. Mm-hmm. Once again, an impressive example of AFM metrology. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's metrology? Measurement. Met- method. Uh, uh, accurate measurements, you could say. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, where's my name? I was on that. I didn't. I didn't do much, if anything. But come share on. the glory. You can share the glory. Yeah. This is for me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send him an email and be like, Keep that. Um, Malcolm Lawn. Thank you very much, Malcolm. That, yeah, Thank you, Malcolm. Malcolm. That made Mr. me feel Malcolm. great. Yeah, you don't Malcolm get, Long. You yeah. get well done every now and then. Yeah. But you know he Look, knows the word metrology because he's from, from the Metrology I know. Institute. That's what I'm just saying. I'm like <laughs> metrology, and he says, "I look forward to seeing more of your work." Right, which is incredible. And then I look down. It's metrologist nanometrology section physical metrology branch it does not need to be in the name three times (laughs) it's confusing for me and i do science Uh, no that's really good well done that is great i've never ever 
had an unsolicited bit of no. kind of We've praise. Had two now. Yeah, two. Well two. done, Cameron. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Well done, Cameron. Even if well it is from a place that no one's heard of and could potentially be made up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an Australian version of NIST. Uh, where he's from? They, he obviously isn't busy enough. He's clearly not busy enough if he's got <laughs> no, time to write. He's an AFM guy, so he's got plenty of. He's got lots of eight-minute breaks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bit of AFM shit. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Or if you're into ramen microscopy, you'd have a lot of hour yeah, breaks. Yeah, that's right. I just, <laughs> I just love it. It's like you turn up to a uh, stand-up night and they're like, "What have you got on AFM?" You're like, "Wow, <laughs> let me tell you." And you've got some spare time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that. Wow. I'd love that for some very specific stand-up about experimental technique. So this week, this past week, I got invited to give a five-minute address to, um, it was the op- the program opening Get of National right. Science Week, right? Mm. And because I was, wait for it, winner of the unsung hero of science communication in South Australia 2015. They said, come along, talk about what it's done for you. The so I un- did. Unhung hero, did you say? No, but that would also <laughs> be just as appropriate. Um, so I went along and I gave my little minute of talk. And I said, you know, it's given me confidence to do things. I said, I talked about this podcast, right? Mm. I also talked about um, another sort of project, Andy Matter. Mm. But with this, pro- with this podcast, I told a lie. Did you say that you were the star when actually it's me? Did you say that you were the host? <laughs> I, I did say I was the host. I told a lie. And the lie was because I freaked out, right? There were loads of really posh people like ministers and stuff. And I said, this podcast is brilliant. You know, it talks about early career research and all that sort of stuff. And then I said, we drink lots of wine. What? Because I freaked out. I thought if I said we drink Coopers and beer, that they'd like think that we were really low brow. And so I was like, and then I deepened, then I realized I told a lie and I deepened the lie by saying, and it's the good stuff. Like, <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> oh, I, I love panicked. it. That's a great lie. I completely yeah. freaked lie. out. And I was like, and then afterwards I sat back down. And I was like, why would that matter? <laughs> you saw priests and you I thought, did, yeah. We drink communal wine. That's right, yeah. And we believe in God. I was like, all these posh people won't think I'm a good scientist if they know I drink beer. (laughs) Today, what we're going to do is talk about how we got into science and the process of why science became uh, like a sensible job opportunity for us. Maybe let's start at high school when the kind of the science journey begins as all a right, career right. I'll, I'll start i'll start i can pinpoint it what did you just describe the person you were when you were in high school from year seven so i must have been like 13 or 14 probably like fairly average i guess you know normal average, height average height normal height normal build i suppose uh, the yeah. muscles came later. The muscles came later. Mm. The muscles, the vast muscular bulk came later. Anyway, um, so for me it was. Uh, do you remember there was a TV show called? Oh, you wouldn't remember because you we're too very young. Remember born. that? No, I w- yeah, I wanted to say wh- mm-hmm. which Simpsons character were you most like? Oh, that's a good oh, one. Oh shit, um, Barney. Uh, Rainier Wolfcastle probably. <laughs> <laughs> Because I and Arnold Schwarzenegger have the same birth date. So that's not a coincidence. 30th of July. Well done. But he's also quite dumb. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of like Rainier Wolfcastle with the, uh, the brain of Professor 
Professor Fink. But, yeah, back to so- my back to my uh, what inspired me to become a scientist. So there was a TV show called Cosmos, and Carl Sagan yep. was the host of it. Yeah, and I'll never forget watching it. And they had a special. One of the episodes was about uh, interstellar travel, spaceships to travel to other stars, and and the speed of light and relativity. And when I saw that, it blew my mind. Yeah, and I thought after that, ooh. This is interesting. This How old were stuff. you when that happened? I think about 12 or 13. But I'd always been interested in science fiction. Uh, and that, that inspired me. In the, and, but like I said, there was always an interest in science fiction before then. And I think that's a common thread often with, with science nerds. Yeah. Is science fiction is something that we all tend to be a bit interested in. Yeah. It's the future. It is the future. And that's what interested. And that was me. That's, that's how I got into it. Basically through Carl Sagan. There you go. Cameron. High school Cameron. What was this suave, dapper young man doing? Well, I think I was very not suave, yeah. Uh, but I was very good at sports. So my friendship group oh, was God. the... You were the sporty kid. Well, I was the sporting kid, but I was probably one of the least popular in that group. So now looking back at it, I wish I was spent more time in the non-sporting group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm still mm-hmm. happy with my, the friends I have, of course. <laughs> yeah. Just remember this podcast is going out. Hopefully oh, they'll wish. be listening to this. I wish I had other friends. Yeah. <laughs> Better friends. Well, now you do, Cameron. Now you've got new and better friends. Would you class us as friends, Cameron? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? No, I was just thinking. I was like, I was trying to think. Are we friends? Are we friends? I think we are. are. Because we turned from colleagues into friends. Yeah. How does that happen? Well, I think it was the moment that I wrote you an email because that is my preferred form of communication. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not about work. But oh, recently yeah. I've been sending you text messages. I think yeah. that's a big step yeah, forward. Yeah, that's a big Cross, step. That's a big yeah, step. it crosses yeah. a boundary, doesn't it, the text message? For me, it's probably getting drunk with someone. Chris, I think you then get you're drunk with friend. everyone. You have no, got a bit I of a, a reputation. I've got a lot of friends. So I think that basically... Um, I think I just got my best grades in the science class. So I was like, all right, I'll just keep doing this. Yeah. And that's really, and then... Um, it's like positive reinforcement, right? It's yeah, like, that really oh, is people like me for this. Or like well, no, no, people like- didn't like me for getting science. <laughs> adults like me for getting my yeah. science skills, right? Yeah, that's right. I think that's it. Like adults are telling me that I'm good and I should carry on doing yeah. this. Yeah. So I'm going to carry on doing this. I thought, I I thought like girls praise. would be really into me getting 100% in maths <laughs> tests, but didn't didn't translate. No. Didn't translate. No. Didn't translate. No. Disappointing. And then uh, like year 10 or so, I wasn't put in the high math class. Yeah. So like, well, math's not for me. So I didn't do high math mm-hmm. in year 12. Yeah. And so it was what university course does physics and chemistry, but doesn't need math. Yeah. There was a one. <laughs> Nanotechnology. Oh, Boom. Yeah. There we are. That's it. And that's what I did. Yep. 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 So imagine this, gentlemen. It's Plymouth. I have, it's I cold. Don't, I'm just imagining it's Plymouth. Uh, rain. Water? There's water. Yeah, it's near the, uh, it's in the mouth gray? of the river Plym. It's grey. Dark yep. clouds. It's kind of dark, yeah. Everyone looks like they've got some form of like vitamin D deficiency. Yeah, everyone's angry. Everyone's really angry because it's wet and a cold. A lot of hunchbacks walking around. I'm not sure <laughs> Have why. Have been is. there, Chris? <laughs> no, but I've lived in England. <laughs> so yeah, so that's so that's where I grew up in uh, the hunchback of Notre Plymouths. <laughs> and so I, a very similar sort of situation to Cameron. Like I 
the prob- sporty guy. The you were sporty, most really? Guy no, in the no. Sporty yeah. Group. Yeah. In Rick- oh, come on, most popular guy me. in the nerdy group. <laughs> I was. I I reckon I wasn't in the super nerdy group, but I was. I was kind of mid range. In the, in, the, in the nerdy group. like Dun- I'm, Dungeons I and Dragons? Didn't do any Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, didn't do any like Red Dwarf. Didn't really get into no. Star Trek. Like none mm, of those okay. sort of like stereotypical mm. nerd things. Mm. Um, but I was doing science and my chemistry teacher, John Trudgett, was just really like supportive. And he was like, you're really good at this. And I was like, yeah, I am <laughs> so good at this. You know, like, and that happened over a few years. Yeah. And then you ha- in the UK, you have to choose to do like subjects later on. Like in year tw- year twelve equivalent here, so like mm. A levels, and I was like, "What shall I do?" And John Trudgett, my chemistry teacher, was like, "You're so good at chemistry," and I was like, "I am, aren't I?" He's like, "You should do chemistry." <laughs> I was like, "I will," and you know, it's just nice. It makes you feel really good. And then, then you kind of, oh, well, I've got to the end of chemistry, but do you want to know? Actually, my first ever chemistry exam. Tell me. Failed. Ooh. Absolutely failed. He put us. He, we were able to take the final year in the first year, and if we done, if we did well, it would take the pressure off at the end, so we could accept like a lower grade. But it means it was an exam we wouldn't have to do. Okay. And I remember sit sit that uh, sat there in the exam and looking at the paper and just freaking out like it was my first proper exam, and I was just looking at it going, what the fuck? John Trudgett came in. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he, he gave me like a cheeky wink as if like, you've got this. And I looked up at him and I was like, I don't understand anything. And he's yes. like, what's this? Moles equals. And I was like, and he was like, ma. I was like, mass. And he was like, over. And I was like, over. And he went, molecular. And I was like, oh. And this was like five minutes We're towards cheating. the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And it didn't failed. help. I still failed. Yeah. yeah. There was like one question. So if another the- teacher had praised you in another subject, would you have ended up perhaps changing your vocation? Was it yeah. simply the praise? Like it, that, that craving? Well, I was good at it, I guess. Like yeah. the, the, the being good at it came first and the praise really helped. <laughs> um, and I'm the sort of person that if I'm not instantly good at something, I do tend to give up quite quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And chemistry, I was not that I was instantly good at it, but I was just better than everyone else. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Not that first exam, though. No, that first exam, I suck so bad. But that is weird how they. So you're doing an exam, say two years before you should be One doing year. an exam. Yeah, yeah. So what do they teach you in that year? If you're well, supposed to already know everything, yeah. or is it where you're no. over the summer you've taught yourself exactly? So over, so it's t- like getting ready for that college style, at, at, yeah, uh, it, English university. It was I can't, I can't remember, but it was like intensive. Like we came in after the school and we just did extra chemistry things. Of course you did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the middle nerdy group, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I hate <laughs> yeah. to see the top nerdy group. I know, the top nerdy group. No, actually, the top nerdy group were probably like, I don't know, sat playing Red Dwarf going, we know that. We're not going in. Playing Red Dwarf? I don't know what Red Dwarf is. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? I suppose you could. there may be a game out on it now. It was yeah. a TV show. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. So now that's high school. Mm-hmm. What? What made you choose chemistry at uni because it has got a reputation of being or nanotech in your case which is what a combination of physics and chemistry and bio and i'd, I'd say it's it's bachelor of science yeah. and then uh, like probably like a 
physical chemistry major. Yeah, or, okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. a mixture between physics and chemistry. Yeah. So what makes a, a, a jizz-filled... <laughs> a jizz-filled 18-year-old man yep. want to sit in a lecture hall with other 18-year-old jizz-filled men, mainly... A few females. No, a few yeah, yeah, yeah there is. There were quite but a few. It's so like yeah, science yeah. is so man yeah. or boy heavy. Yeah. Like to the point where you enter a lecture hall and you know that it's been a science lecture in there because it smells like bo. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, I, like sometimes you're like, yeah, this has been a physics class in here. I know it. I know it. So for me, I I didn't actually get into nanotechnology through a chemistry degree. I did. Physics and physical maths were oh, my God. majors. Yeah. Why does that even sound like a good idea? I don't know how it happened. I just did some subjects and then they were the, the, the quickest ways to get majors. Hang on. I've done so many physics subjects. Is physical maths counting <laughs> on your hands? <laughs> <laughs> and <it>? toes. <laughs> they, you wear, you? they wear thongs a lot in Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it, well, no, it, it's like applied <laughs> physics, applied mathematics right. to the area of oh, physics. Right. We'll call Thanks it, for we'll, clarifying. We'll call it that. But you've gone to uni, you know, not to labor a point, but you're older than us. So you've probably gone, there's Bachelor of Arts, Bachelor of Science. Is that your two options? No. Or is it just natural philosophy? No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't. I collected very few grasshoppers and, and insects. That was not part of my degree. But uh, so I did physics, physical maths, and then I did honours in atomic physics. And there was a lot of quantum mechanics, and it was very, very hard. And then someone said to me, oh, there's this thing called an AFM that's kind of cool. Went down, saw that you could collect uh, data within a day. And on the other rig I was on, it took Hang on, this is an undergrad, though. Undergrad moving into honours, I'm talking about. Yeah, so... uh, um the question was about undergrad. Yeah. Oh, why did I want to do what I did in undergrad? Yeah, why did oh. you? Why do? I like physics. I like maths. I was good at it. I was awesome. Oh. And I thought, I'll just do that. But you're, now you don't, you don't do very much maths. Only a little bit now. Yeah. But see, surface science covers a lot of different areas. But my chemistry is quite weak, I have to say. Yeah. It's quite weak. Yeah. But there's a bit of physics in what I do. You know, it's surface science, nanotechnology. Yeah. I like it when people say, what do you do? And I'm like, broadly, material science. And they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, it means everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it like, means I do some stuff. That I just say nanotechnology is. now and people go, ooh. Oh, well, ooh. actually, it's lost that because um, I said that recently to someone. They were like, what do you do? I was like, oh, I used to do like nanotech stuff. And they were like, is that the stuff that gives you cancer? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yep. fine. You got me. You got us. That's it. Put us away. So I've heard the like very confident, like, oh, hasn't that been superseded by microtechnology? Microtechnology. <laughs> it's gotten bigger. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so that's how I, I, that, I just simply, I was good at physics and good at maths. And yep. That's why I did that. Yeah. That was that. Have you got any good friends from uni that you remember? Uh None that none that did my degree. Excellent. Right, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel so sorry for you, Chris, being all alone. No. I, did like, you used to sit at the back of the lecture hall alone? No, I was one of the cool guys. I was one no, of the cool guys. Would. I was. I lived on campus and we used to drink a lot. And yeah. I'd go to lectures wearing a hat and no shoes. 
Hang on, does that does that mean you're cool? <laughs> cool that was three, easy. Yeah. That cool three. was back easy. then. That was cool. That was cool. And I had you a, a, a ponytail. You had a ponytail. I was finding myself. I was finding myself. Can yeah. we see a ponytail? Yeah, come photo? on. Can we? I'll have to look for. I mean, I don't please. have that many because back then, you know, we didn't have cameras. Didn't cameras. exist. Yeah, yeah. You had film and that. So I'll have a look. I'll have a look. But yeah. Oh, I'd love was, to see you with a ponytail. I had it for about a year. you wore a hat. Yeah. It was, <laughs> and it was like, it was an army hat. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, a, hang on, a helmet? No, <laughs> no like a, a flat, to, flat, what do you I just imagine like a, like a, like a army general. <laughs> He's got like, you know, like the Australian flag spray painted on one side. A slouch hat, a beret? No, not a beret. Oh, God, a beret, yeah. I was in the Special Forces. <laughs> special Forces nerd. Beautiful. Cameron, what's your undergrad, undergrad story? story? How did you... What did you choose in undergrad and how did you do it? Um, well, so we talked already that I did the degree in nanotechnology, which yeah. is basically a Bachelor Sorry, of Science. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... I pretty much just did well, what I thought was the easiest to pass the whole way no, through. No, is that true? So you yeah. just were like, right, this module, easy. There wasn't, I probably made about five subject choices the whole way. And uh, okay. I just went with whatever I thought. Like, you know, if you yeah, do well yeah. in chemistry 1A, you yeah. do chemistry 1B. Even yeah. if I like physics more or quantum mechanics or something else more. Yeah. I was something like that. And I think that... Uh, why I chose nanotechnology was pretty much just because of the grades. And a question I had all through undergrad was, so when you get your degree, what will you be? Mm. Uh, it's a good question. And I could never answer it. Did that worry you that you couldn't answer it? It? It, didn't, it didn't worry me at all. And I now realize that I couldn't answer it because there's not much you can be yeah. with a degree in nanotechnology. Apart from a nanotechnologist. Yeah, well, apart from a researcher at a university or a very specific company. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's but no, it didn't worry me at all. I just thought, I'm getting a university degree. Like, yeah. Get off my back. <laughs> I'm doing sports as well. <laughs> but when you were doing your undergrad, did you, did you already think to yourself, I want to be a scientist? I no, be a I, thought it scientist. Was, I thought doing a PhD was beyond my reach. Yeah, Because I didn't get a high distinction every single class. Mm. <laughs> I thought, there's no way I'll ever get into doing but a Cameron, PhD. But Cameron, you're so competitive. That this grading system for university must have just destroyed your soul. Like, if you weren't in the top in top ten percent of every class, you must have been uh, like annoyed at yourself. No, so I, I never really cared so much about grades. Ah. What I cared about, and my competitive nature came through, was finishing the exam the quickest. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. What an odd thing to be competitive about. <laughs> that is so... Oh, isn't yeah. it? Oh, God. That is... So you... Is hang on. So people odd. are there and you're, they're writing and taking their time looking at the questions and the whole time you're just like... Oh, yeah, looking around like, like I can beat and him. And I can see him. you walking out with a smug look on your face like, take that, motherfuckers. Exactly. Take like, that. And yeah. everyone's like, you're going to fail. That's you're right. You're like, how did this guy do it in 10 minutes? Yeah. I reckon, I no, you yeah. weren't allowed out until half an hour in. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I did the half hour What was your once? quickest? Do you half remember? Hour. No. How did you do in the exam? I passed. Oh, there we go. I got above whatever I needed to get to get a final grade of a pass or more. Yeah. Well, well and and, and, did, and that, that, that competitiveness about finishing early stayed with you through your entire degree? 
yeah. yeah. See, I was the complete opposite. Like you mm. wanted to rush through. I was mm. always told that no matter how confident you feel, sit there and just read each. Like you finish, you know, you go through and you do the yep. exact the questions you can do, and then you sit there and you read them. And what I found out in that moment is you change the right answers for the wrong ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I never but had that problem. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. I was sat there and then you go, yeah, that was it. Oh, is that 0.68? Or is it, no, I should calculate that again. Then you calculate it again and get it all wrong or you go like, oh, no, I, no. Think it's, I think it's entropy. No, no, it's not. No, it's enthalpy. <laughs> oh, here we go. And then you change everything for the, mm. for the wrong answer. And would you dissect the exams afterwards? Oh, with yeah. People? I was a motherfucker for that. Like, I loved because I, I, I was an absolute nerd. I was an absolute bookworm. So I came out of most exams feeling like, yeah, I've absolutely passed it. Just, you know, high distinction, not a, word, not a problem. So I took a lot of joy in finding the person who felt like it went the worst <laughs> and just <laughs> tell it like. So what'd you get for this? Exactly. One? <laughs> yeah. It's like, so, so for number two, did you get, uh, did you get, was it B? And they're like, no, C. And I'm like, it was definitely B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I did do that myself. And I'd sort of, I'd always finish with, but I'm sure you'll do fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I think exams do have a place. Mm-hmm. You need to give someone a mark. Well, you, Don't you? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Well, that's a D. Yeah. Do you? Um, sure. Like, I am very good at exams. And that's, I think, why I was able to do so well at uni is because not necessarily because I'm particularly clever, but I knew that I wasn't particularly clever. So I worked really hard. There were some people who got the same grade as me and did half the amount of work. So I think exams teach you how you need to revise and how you need to hold information. um, And then you spill it out and that's a test of that. But I don't think necessarily that exams are a good way of, of, of predicting future success in in a field and so yeah you i guess you do you do have to say though like we we love lining people up and being like you're the best you're the worst and you guys in the middle well done yeah i mean it's it it's easy to say exams and assignments are not a good way to Mm. assess how good someone's going to be at research but what other way is there to do yeah and and i I think that's a hard science off like a dance off <laughs> everyone has little rap battles like science battles and they're like all right everybody like a big stadium like hunger games and they rap rap about science if you want if that's yeah if you're doing the rap module yeah i don't i don't know i don't know how would you what other way is there to assess people what other way is there to do it well i think that um an oral exam is better than a written exam mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, but so people would hate that that yeah. becomes so time consuming if yeah. you're in a class yeah. of 300 or something mm, like yeah. how can you assess that yeah whereas an exam relative is so much easier to assess all right i got it this is how you do it you get everyone in the same room i.e a lecture hall and the and the um lecturer says a first question and they go all right so what is blah 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 right and the first person to shout out the answer Perfect. You're top of the class. Out you go. And they ooh, leave, right? Ooh. And you do that. I would do very well in this yeah, class. Yeah, you would. You would. You would. You would. And then you keep on doing that. And like, you know, number two goes out. He gets the second question. Three, four, five. Mm, and mm. then there's a point where a certain percent would have to fail. So you'd, you'd end up maybe the bottom third or the bottom quarter or 10% or whatever it is. And then you get down to them. You'd be like, sorry, you have failed the course. So back to your undergrad. 
Yes. So my undergrad was... Uh, I really liked undergrad. Mm. Like I said, I perfected the art of sitting exams. Mm. And I just did well at uni. I think... I think So I went to Swansea Uni, right? And it... I, at the time when I applied, it was like number, it was joint number five for chemistry in the country. And I thought that's brilliant. That's not bad, right? I had to sit an entrance exam to get in sure. and I did. And I got, you know, all these things like that, that was to get a scholarship. So I got that and it went really well. And then when people start, when I turned up, it was clear that I was clever enough. Not, well, no, I, I was committed enough to do well. Um, friendship groups like that really makes university mm. like the the, mm. the people yeah. you surround yeah. yourself with i think the social side of university is amazing really yeah it is it is separate to you two i didn't move to go to university mm-hmm. oh, i still yeah, live with stayed. my parents for mm. four years how of much, university how much of the like university experience do you f- it's hard, that's a hard question actually because you don't know what you've missed out on but the people that i did know that stayed in swansea and were at swansea uni they would like we would go out partying and just crash back at anyone's house and they always had someone either to pick them up or was expecting them home or you know like it was that your kind of experience yeah well i think i probably did miss out a lot of that so like um i do have good friends from university but we didn't really like that friendship grew over three or four years yeah it wasn't we didn't really go out together until we'd known each other for 18 months yeah so that first year of uni, I was still celebrating with my high school friends. Okay. So I'd say yeah. I definitely didn't have, you know, the the movie university experience at all. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. So for me, it was uh, so I wasn't at home. I was I was living on residence, and so most of the people I hung out with were people that I was living on the halls of residence with. Yeah. And it was it was it was yeah there was elements of Animal House. Yeah. In my uni days, so I, I what played, animal were you in the house? I was that gross one that uh, pretended to be a zit when he ate an egg. You know, it was <laughs> <What>? <laughs> urinating down stairwells. You know, excrement ending up in weird places. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got so just quickly, someone baked a turd in our oven once. Yeah, that happened. They put it on microwave. low. Yeah. Oh God, that's yeah, we yeah. didn't cook in the oven again. Yeah, it was absolutely yeah. gross. Yeah. No, we had a microwave. Someone made a beautiful. Um, it looked like a beautiful dish, but the sausage was not sausage. It was turd. Yeah, yeah. But you, we could not get the smell out of the microwave. Yeah. So it was not my shit, by the way. That didn't happen at my house. No. No, your <laughs> mum and dad would be really annoying. Imagine bringing, bringing that sort of revelry home. Woo, woo. I'm a uni. Just yeah. get, get with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, dad, you're such squares. I'm going to bake a turd. Crusty old deans. <laughs> Dean mum and Dean dad. And so I, I was in the rugby league team and the rugby union team. So yeah. Both. Both teams, yeah. Did and you so, sometimes forget which one, which rules you were playing <laughs> while you were playing and just like fell on tackle someone? Well, or? I, I, I was in the rugby league so team. You can tackle in both of them. I don't know sports. <laughs> <laughs> so the ball shaped like an egg in both. You know Thank that? you. Yeah. And um, what's the difference? There's a different number of players on the field. Is that it? <laughs> And uh, the tackling and... Is so the tackling, different. there we are. One's worse <laughs> than one. So you d- did the worst you don't tackling have, in the good one. You don't have rucks and mauls. All right, you lost and I'm bored. Rugby league's like two lines of tanks. He says bored. Lost and bored, yeah. I think it's got to the time yep. where we should reveal... Oh. Uh, are we? So there's a little bit of a background. What are we going to reveal? Our last 
podcast, oh yeah, we had to describe or paint a picture, a metaphorical picture of a scientist. Mm. And Cameron said, well, why don't we just draw a picture of a scientist? Now, I'm perfectly aware this may not be great podcast medium. So what we're going to do is each person is going to give us an artist outline. It's, they're going to tell us the medium in which it's drawn and what it's on. And then they're going to give an artist kind of like overview yep. not of describing the picture but like that what you were trying to capture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you know like when mm-hmm. you go to an art gallery chris you ever been to an art gallery uh, yeah, it, that's where you look you know, at paintings. You read, that's it? right, yeah. yeah. You know, you yeah, read yeah. the blurb next to it and it's a part and of And naked statues. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's There's right. There's a few nudies around there. It's yeah. 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 probably the best yeah. you could do in the Yeah, good with those ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we'll, we'll do that and then we'll reveal. Yeah. Cameron, because it was your idea, <laughs> we're going to get you to go first. Okay. I'm just going to check which way is up. All right, so I've gone with... Paper on card. Ooh. Okay. So now I've gone a little bit meta as you wanted. Well, as we wanted as, as, as scientists. Yeah. And I feel like something that we do an awful lot of the time that maybe we don't talk about is we don't really create things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We copy and paste. <laughs> so I've gone with a collage style <laughs> drawing picture of a scientist. <laughs> So, <laughs> we've got our scientist I described last week with yeah. the Richard Feynman hair, uh, Richard Feynman face yep. with the oh, wavy hair. beautiful. We've got him next to a bicycle at a university and we've got him wearing my smart casual jeans and button-up shirt combination. So, that's Cameron's body, <laughs> Richard Feynman's is that, is that lovely flowing hair. <laughs> that's my body, Richard Feynman's face. Some form of electric, or no, just some form just a of regular bicycle, bicycle. And he stood there and he's saying, I am science. <laughs> Andy, do you want to go next or I can go? Go right. on, Chris. All right. <laughs> so You'll save yourself for last. I, um, the best. I actually did uh, four pictures. Mine are very standard. Mine is uh, my daughter has a scrapbook, so I stole bits of paper. You literally stole from a child. And used one of her uh, pens and drew... Four pictures, each of uh, a different kind of scientist. So the way I described um, a scientist last week... Oops, that's the wrong one. So it was more of a... Like like Beaker off the Muppets, do you guys remember that? So I remember you saying that. This is that (laughs) character. (laughs) (laughs) So if you can imagine Beaker up there... That's actually really like... I kind of like that. Yeah, he's he's a little bit out of proportion, but he's really yeah. He's, so he's, he's got it. Got mm. glasses. He's got sort of big shoes. He's very skinny. He's got a lab coat on. He looks scared, a bit scared, a bit concerned, um, a bit lacking in confidence. And he's got small hands. And if you could smell him, he'd smell a bit like ethanol and cabbage. Oh. Did you rub that into the paper? Yeah, can no, we smell it? No, no, no. <laughs> I rubbed some stuff into it, but I won't go into detail about that. Um, the next one is your more traditional nerd-looking. I mean, that is a nerd-looking uh, uh, creature. But this is your more standard nerd, sort of Alfred E. Newman yep. type 
character. <laughs> but, <laughs> so he's got big buck teeth, buck teeth uh, a center part in that's greased to all hell. Last part, the, 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 the lab coat's too big because he's small and yeah. frail. And his shoes are too big Look too. at those bigger shoes. shoes. Bigger shoes. Even that's bigger incredible. Shoes. My name is Eugene. I think that is a, a classic nerd name. And he looks happy, doesn't he? Though? He looks he's really happy. happy. In his he looks really happy. All right. Now I've got, actually I've got five here. The next oh, is... Oh, Jesus Christ, Chris. What's this? This isn't... You we didn't say or, do an exhibition. Isn't this a... This you've is definitely vented some uh, <laughs> frustration oh, here. It gets better. So um, the next is more your sort of Einsteinian scientist. And so... It's have, Einstein. It is literally <laughs> massive bushy mustache. Yeah. The eyes Look are sort of squinting closed. The hair is crazy. And the clothes are sort of... Boring kind of cardigan, sort of like what you've got on your picture, Cameron. Sort of your clothes, imagine. Boring cardigan. <laughs> I don't wear a beige shirt. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love the way that it it looks like a 15-year-old has drawn it, but you can tell it's an adult drawing. Do you know what I mean? Like there's that kind of like, there's that sort of feeling of maturity about it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Whilst having no skill. Yeah. I like I like it's that. really good. I, I, yeah. So the next two are perhaps how we might envisage a, how we would might like a scientist to look. And so I've got two of them. And the first is <laughs> <laughs> look at that smile. That's oh. incredible. So and what are it's, these? It's like is that bums on his legs? No, there's thighs. <laughs> oh, so what Chris yeah. has just held up is essentially the Hulk of science. <laughs> is that? Buttons on the shirts, like bursting. They're bursting open. <laughs> His yeah. hair's even wafting in the yeah. wind. Like, <laughs> and he's got a fan on. That's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there's a lot of leanness, a lot of bulk. But I wasn't happy with the hands. I didn't really get the hands doing what I no, wanted no, them to no, do. No, no. He's so just supposed to be more sort of in the side, like doing a lat, lat spread pose. Do you know, know what a lat spread is? No. No, all right. I won't go into it. Um, Good. But Good. Thanks, Chris. So I did another one of that. And this is Science Man. Boom. <laughs> he got bigger. <laughs> his head got smaller. His smile got bigger. And his muscles got more massive. Where did he buy that shirt? <laughs> yeah, why is his shirt so bloody tight? <laughs> because he's massive. He and he's massive. The, he's bought the biggest lab coat. He's, he's oh, that's a lab coat. That's a lab coat. He's splitting it. So <laughs> this is the lab goat that Eugene's wearing. So on Eugene, it's massive and his hands just poke out underneath the sleeves. On Science Man, Science he's tearing man. it up. He's tearing it up. He's got long kind He of looks like, like the sort of guy that can't turn his head because he's got those yeah. big neck muscles yep. that are gross. He, imagine Conan the Barbarian in a lab coat. Oh my God, that's incredible, Chris. There you go. Well done. Boom. Well done. Well done, Chris. Round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I didn't get a clap. That was incredible. Look, he did five of them. Five yeah, but drawings. he didn't colour any of them in. <laughs> <laughs> That's in pen. Did Da Vinci ever draw in pen? <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't draw in colour very often, except for the Mona Lisa and a bunch of others. But yeah. So mine captures in a very scientific way. The scene mm. and uh, paraphernalia that 
a sad scientist would encounter would use and encounter in, a, in his daily life mm-hmm. and i've tried to capture a moment of frustration in a very sort of science medium okay and so okay. i'm going to do the reveal yep and then i'll tell you what the medium is okay well do we're it. not going to be able to tell there it is oh look at this the medium is gold evaporated onto onto special glass with a copper seed layer. Oh. And I've drawn... So before the evaporation, I've drawn on the man and all of the stuff. And then we've evaporated it today. And down in the corner, he's got a paper rejected sign. Yeah, oh, He's lovely. distraught. He's crying. He's yeah. a bit angry. He's really drunk because there's a lot of <laughs> beer bottles. He's got beers that he's drunk. He's saying... I should have been a plumber because that's what his dad did. That's not in the picture, but it's the subtext. Um, And then there's an AFM in the back to AFM in the back to make it relatable to us. I like it. That's really good. A lot. Very good. A lot of effort gone into. I like it. I like it a lot. A lot of effort gone into these. I'm impressed. I am very impressed. I'm well impressed. Only one color still, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very impressed by mine, but equally impressed by yours, guys. And so we'll tell everyone that are listening now to the podcast that these will go up online on our facebook and i'll also try to find and tag them in, into the um the the content as well you've been listening to publish perish your podcast brought to you by future sponsor the national metrology institute for all your metrology needs <laughs> <laughs> like everyone sat at home now going that's what we need to do yeah, do you need something measured to eight decimal places the nmi is the place for you Music is provided by the excellent Adelaide-based band VoiceRom. Check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. All right, Chris, say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. See ya. Bye.